Welcome to the Movers Resource Guide podcast, connecting you to the resources you need to create success. We chat with the best vendors, associations, mentors, movers, and more, giving you the information you need to make your moving company the best it can be. I'm your host, Brian Hassan, CEO of Wayfinder Moving Services in Buffalo, New York, Apex Moving and Storage in Lakewood, Washington, and the president of the New York State Movers and Warehousemen's Association. Just a quick reminder, if you're enjoying this podcast on YouTube, just want to let you know that uh, we are on all the other podcast channels, whether that's uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, check us out there as well. Today, we're having a conversation with Eric Scorzelli, Director of Moving and Storage Strategy with the Packaging Exchange. Uh, Eric and I have a great conversation uh, about how, how to build that relationship with your packaging supplier, uh, what the right ways are to communicate with them, the information they need to know to do the best job they can for you. And with that information, how you can keep your pricing low um, and, and make sure that you're getting competitive, fair pricing on your packaging. I think it's a wonderful conversation. Hopefully it's useful to everyone. Um, ho- hope you enjoy it. Uh, so so here's uh, the conversation with, with Eric. All right, Eric, welcome to the Movers Resource Guide podcast. We're, we're really happy to have you here. How are you doing today? Fantastic. No, right. no complaints on this end. <laughs> um, so, yeah, really excited to, to have this conversation with you. Uh, fresh off your Lifetime Achievement Award uh, from the New York State Movers <laughs> Association uh, and all the work you've done there over the years. So, uh, you know, just a wonderful person for the industry and have given back a lot over the years. Um, so, you know, we appreciate you in the industry. A lot of people know you've seen you around at the events. Uh, so I appreciate you taking your time to come in here and, and have a conversation with us. It's always good to talk to you. Believe me. <laughs> so um, we wanted to have you in and talk about packaging and pricing and being a good customer and all these different things and, and how we can make a great relationship with our packaging supplier. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one of the first questions I want to ask is, um, you know, how can we be a, a, a good customer or communicate well with our rep? What, what are some things that may, movers maybe should be doing that, that we're not? Okay. Well, I, I think at the onset, when you're at first talking to a supplier mm-hmm. and wanting to possibly do business with them, it's really no different than what your expectations are of a moving client, you know, you really should show them everything that's in the shed. You know, (laughs) that that's, you know, I hear that over and over again from all of my customers, you know, Uh when we had this move and we did the estimate and then all of a sudden the guy's got more tools in the shed than, you know, than we can even load on the truck. Um, It's very similar. And I think that falls on the sales rep also. uh, what I've always tried to do is make sure that I do a physical look inspection of the operation of my potential customer. You know, there are things that that go into uh, the servicing of a customer that really can change the uh, the aspect of of expectation. Uh, you know, whether it's not having loading docks or okay. Uh, if the building is in a more of a uh, residential area than a true commercial area, those things matter. 
you know, uh, uh, how much space they have to, to keep supplies. Yeah. How long it will take to unload and load and, and, and all of those things. It's very, it's very similar to what you're looking at when you're doing a walk around in a, in a household, you know? Uh, and then there are other things being, being very open about, you know, your expectations of how you're going to pay your bills. You know, are you going to use a credit card? Are you going to pay by check? You know, there's cost involved in that. Some, some suppliers may have a surcharge for a yeah. credit card. If you don't discuss that at the onset, all of a sudden the invoice looks different. The relationship starts off on the wrong foot, uh, for sure. On a, on a negative instead of a positive. Yeah. Uh, even if you've come to strong agreement on, on uh, you know, pricing and all of those other aspects, you know, all it takes is one thing that we've left out of the equation. So yeah. I, I'll turn that around and say, as a customer, you should expect your salesperson to really do a thorough examination of how you operate and what your expectations are going to be. Yeah. Be asking those questions and know what you need. And yes, it's Ask good for us to know. Questions. Yeah. Cause when yep. I set up with a vendor, I trust that they, they should guide me through that process. Right. What do you need to know? Um, but it's yep. good for us to know uh -huh. too. Hey, maybe these are the things we should be asking. Yeah. And also I noted, and I note, notice this in a lot of times when I'm sitting in, and talking to a, a, a new client, Take notes. You know, when somebody says they're going to do something for you, make a note of it. You know, I yeah. I prefer to follow up all my conversations with a list of the things we've talked about, but I'm going to miss something every now and then also. Yeah. And it's good to, you know, it's good to just make sure that you're, you're on top of the conversation. Uh, this is something that can be long term. You know, I, you know, I have customers for 38 years now. Yeah. Uh, you know, you want to start it off right and keep it right. Yeah. And I think uh, maybe it's part of the human condition, but as consumers, we we think that they're going to remember us and we're the only customer and they're going to remember every detail like we do of what is mm -hmm. supposed to happen. But exactly you know, as salespeople in our own industry, you know, when I first got into it, man, I remembered every customer, I remembered every detail of every move. And it got to the point over time where you know, as you did more and more and more of it, it's like, I don't even remember that customer. I mean, <laughs> not to say that would happen in, in this industry, but because um, you're dealing with them on a regular basis over time. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, all of a sudden everything starts to blend together. And uh, so I think that's an excellent point that those notes do. Very matter. Much so. Yeah. yeah. So um, <clears throat> so once we establish that relationship, we, we, we find a good packaging supplier that, that we're happy with and we know what's going on packaging and commodity prices are all over the place, right? So yep. um, how do we know that we're, we're, we're getting the pr best pricing or that we're, you know, that, that the pricing we're getting is competitive? Okay. So a couple of things. Um, first of all, don't, don't take for granted that pricing, commodities do move. So don't take for granted that the pricing is going to move every time up and down, unless you've established that you're going to check that. 
that there's a process in place. So good suppliers should have a, a, a process in place for making price changes. Okay. And they should, and that should be established at the beginning. Uh, for instance, liner board, which is the, which is the, uh, the measure of how corrugated moves in the marketplace that moves normally in $50 per ton increments, sometimes a little higher. Sometimes there's smaller increments, like over the last year plus, there've been very small changes. Okay. Um, you should have an established percentage, uh, of increase slash decrease for every $10 that line of board moves. And okay. your supplier should be doing that. There should be a, there should be a, a, a process as far as how the date of change in the market influences the change in, in pricing, uh, from your supplier. Okay. So all of that should be established up front. There are some things that you really can't do that with in, in packaging. A lot of the plastic items yeah. uh, can be very volatile at, at times. And okay. you may see multiple spikes very quickly. That's usually because of some event that's, that's really changed things, plants going down. We had, we had an incident of a, a major, uh, plastic manufacturer in, in Texas, uh, fire a few years ago that took like that. 15% of the, of the product out of the marketplace. Well, things yeah. just jumped up <laughs> so quickly. You can't yeah. even keep track of it and, and they go down as quickly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you should have some sort of measure for that. And then the other thing, uh, depending on how good your relationship is with your supplier, check pricing every now and then. You know, there's the, even though you have a great relationship, it's okay to, you know, you know, it, it's okay. You're not cheating on your, your <laughs> girlfriend, you know, it, it's okay to call somebody else and, and say, Hey, you know, just want to see what's going on. Yeah. You know, we're always ready to, to talk to everybody. Yeah. Uh, a good company and a good sales rep is going to be honest and upfront and they may be a penny off on things every now and then, but if they're doing their homework and doing their job, they're going to give you the fair pricing in the marketplace. Yeah, and I think that if you have a really good relationship with the company, uh, you know, you're, you're not trying to change uh, suppliers over a penny here or there. Uh, right. But, you know, if it is significantly different, you may want to really uh, understand that. So um, I, I'm a follow up on that with the um, <clears throat> with those prices that you know, adjusting a percentage based on, uh, the commodity price or, or mm -hmm. how that moves. Um, you know, we're not going to sit here as movers and we don't want to right? look at this every week. Um, right. So how often w would be a reasonable expectation that we should be looking at that or we should see some adjustments and, uh, how, what's the, what's the cadence for something like that? I think if you look at it twice a year, yeah, that's realistic. Okay. Um, again, on the corrugated side, you're going to be alerted, you know, uh, you know, by, by letter, by phone call, et cetera, because that can be a, that's a significant part of your spend, you know? 
some of the little things may move. You know, if steel strapping moves and you're buying four coils a year, you know, it's the, it's incidental, you know, and, yeah. and those things, you know, you, you got to look at the meat of the, right. of, the, yeah. of the buy. Yeah, it's definitely. And, and when, when pulp prices were going crazy during COVID um, and mm -hmm. those price increases were coming fast and furious, I mean, it was yeah 9% and 4%, whatever it was, but it was just like one after another, after another. Um, yes. So, uh, you know, with that though, we've we've seen a decline in in some of those. It seems like over the last year, uh, there's there's been a decrease in those uh, raw material prices. Um, sure. What, what would you say? I, I mean, ha have you seen packaging pricing decline over the last year? Is there a certain percentage, roughly, that it's gone down? Or yeah, well, you know, and I, I may be off by a few dollars here. Uh, mm -hmm and the timing of it. But if you looked at that, that big cluster of increases mm -hmm. that occurred during the COVID period, uh, liner board went up about $220 a ton. Wow. It went all the way up to, am I going to say 865 a ton? I might be off on that number, <laughs> but that's significant. You know, $220 a ton. That means it went up 25% plus yeah. percent. Uh, in the last two years, it's gone down $110 a ton okay, in so. very small increments, $20 here, $20 here, $20 here. Uh, and uh, there, you know, and again, I, I'm always hesitant to talk about pricing because <laughs> we're in the same boat that, that you are. That's not something... You know, you, you don't send smoke signals up, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I will say this. If you if anybody wants to do their homework, simply just get on on uh, on Google now and just look up, uh, you know, corrugated pricing 2024 or whatever. You're going to see articles about published uh, about announced increases by the major suppliers uh, with okay. numbers and things. And that's public knowledge. So I don't have to you know, uh, so, hesitate about saying that, but they have, uh, the industry from what I read is they need to stave off the decline because like everybody else, their expenses have gone up so high, yeah. you know, just, you know, transportation and all of those things, they're in a position where, you know, they've got to, they've got to make money on selling paper and selling boxes. Yeah. And they're in a position now where they're, they're really struggling. And, and so kind of reading between the lines there and doing the math in my head, you know, uh, sounds like the, those pricing, the pricing has gone down. Maybe I'm not necessarily saying a specific company, but at least the commodity pricing, uh, has gone down maybe 12, 13% over the last couple of years. Uh, uh should be a little higher than that. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but, it sounds like come 2024, we should start seeing it going back up again. Yeah, it, it'll it happen. Yeah. It will happen. And, you know, if you're doing, it's a little late if I'm talking to you about doing planning. You've probably already looked at all of those things, but it's not too late to adjust it. You're, you're probably going to have an increase in your packaging costs. 
Yeah. And, you know, if I don't think there's a lot of moving companies sitting on a lot of cash right now, necessarily, after uh, mm -hmm. some of the times we've gone through here. But uh, <clears throat> I know when those uh, prices were were climbing steeply um, and, and, you know, you kind of let us know what, what was on the horizon and we were able to do mm -hmm. um, significant purchasing of, of cardboard. We had the space to store it longer term. And so we were able to purchase most of our packaging for the summer at, at lower cost before everything really skyrocketed. So mm -hmm. um, I don't I don't know how much those increases will be this time, if it's really worth that or not. But, uh, you know, that's knowing that that, that could happen um, for, for people who have space and cash uh, could could save them some money for sure. Right. And it is space and cash. It's that that's the that's the critical thing. It's not. You know, price of a box is, it's nice to save a few pennies, yeah. but the opportunity of space and the revenue you can make on it often outweighs that. Yeah. Yeah. By, yes. by a lot. You know? <laughs> yeah. You if know, you don't I have the space say, or the cash, you're supplier, not. Yeah. As a supplier, one of the things we always do is, you know, we're always looking at buildings with, you know, 40 foot height because, you know, stacking boxes, you know, that's how we can kind of keep the cost of, of distribution down. Yeah. If you take that same cubic feet in your warehouse and you can put storage in, uh, you know, it, the, the equation is, is, is totally unbalanced. Absolutely. No, I, I, I completely agree with that because you're not going to save enough on the, the packaging to, to offset that cost for sure. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> what are, um, so, so with the pricing and, and getting the best pricing, um, you know, we, we talked about it, it's not okay. It's, you know, it's okay to, to check once in a while, or, you know, we've talked about a few of those things. Um, are there different ways that you can purchase your packing? I guess we just talked about one, you could order in bulk before a price increase, but are there other ways you can go about purchasing that, that kind of help that helps that pricing for you? Sure. I, I think going into a negotiation, there are some things that you can do to help on the pricing side. Um, first of all, take a look at how you what your order process is now. How often do you order? What's okay. your average order size in dollars? And then look at what the potential of of decreasing the number of deliveries a supplier has to make. Okay. And you can, you know, again, it's, it's all about distribution costs, you know, okay. it lands somewhere, you know, if, if the, uh, if the space is taken up in my building, as opposed to yours, I have a higher, higher cost on that material. Yeah. If I have to deliver to you twice a week, mm -hmm. I have a higher cost of handling that. Right. So, if we can come to term on a very nice, tidy arrangement, say it's uh, once a week or once, depending on where you are geographically also, that matters. Sure. Uh, but if we can change from once a week delivery to once every two weeks, we're going to find pennies for you. Okay. You know, yeah. it all comes down to that. And, and as we have, uh, on my side of, of the industry, as we have matured, Mm -hmm. and gotten better at what we do and really started to use the, the metrics of, of distribution. We know when we can give you a penny, 
we know when we can give you some money back in in, in the, the scheme of things. Yeah, that's it, really interesting. Yeah. Sometimes and, it's a bulk buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's it's really interesting because um, I, we only get deliveries once a week. Sometimes not even that often. But um, you know, in the summer, usually we're we're getting a delivery every week. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine needing to get a delivery more than once a week. Unless you make a mistake or something, but but I I would well, say for most of the year, I mean, unless we're really in the thick of it in that peak season, uh, I don't see why we couldn't, and most companies couldn't do an every other week delivery as long as you know what's coming down the line with your schedule, uh, which we typically know enough to plan two weeks out on our packaging, I would think. Yeah. And again, it, it depends on how it, you know, if you're going to put a little work into it on your side, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can be a good customer and marry that up with a good supplier. And you've got an arrangement where you're probably going to get the best pricing in the market. You're going to get the best service in the marketplace. Uh, qualities are given, uh, you know, uh, I, you know, we all, meaning everybody that I, I compete against across the nation, we're really all doing business with the same supply chain, you know, yeah. group here. You know, the, 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 I don't want to say a box is a box because the variables all come into play on qual, on uh, service and, and uh, pricing. But, but those know, boxes have to meet more or less the same. You have yeah, to differentiate certain standards. in other ways. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, you know, because there are, I don't know if people know this, but there are requirements and standards for uh, box strength and, and, and all of that. So uh, I yes. would say that all the all the manufacturers or competitors kind of are locked into that same quality standard. Very so, much. In uh, Eric Scorzelli's mind, you know, you've had uh, what, over 30 years in the moving industry or in the packaging mm-hmm. uh, selling to the moving industry. So, you know, you and I both know relationships are super important, um, how, how we treat our customers, uh, the interaction, um, having that, you know, customers that you've had for 32 years, like you said, um, in your mind, what, what makes a good customer? What, what makes a customer that you want to have that long-term relationship with and that, you know, when they need something, you absolutely want to make sure you're there for them? Um, I you know, it, it builds over time, obviously, you sure. know, you start out with a, with a very, just a working relationship and it, it turns into often a friendship, uh, you know, things beyond that. But, um, I think do just doing what you said you were going to do, you know, it, uh, on both sides, right. You know, yeah. if, and, and I've always taken that personally, if, if I'm doing everything right for you, then I expect the same, yeah. you know, and, and from that perspective, what, what does that really mean? It, it, yeah. it, it just means that you, uh, you live up to the obligations that we talked about at the onset, you know, uh, how you were going to place orders, how you're going to pay. Listen, in my business, we, we make, the only way we make money is by doing two things, turning inventory and turning dollars. Yeah. If we don't do those two things, the the profit erodes so quickly. 
Yeah. So those are the things we really look at. So if you have printed material, for instance, and you've obligated to take it and turn it at a specific over a spe- specific period of time, mm-hmm. that's very important to us as suppliers. Okay. Uh, if you say you're going to pay your bills on time, pay your bills on time. Listen, everything has, you know, obstacles over a course of course of 30 years. <laughs> sure. I've had yeah. customers that have gone from, you know, the high point to the low point because of things that just happened in life. You know, yeah. uh, you know, life events really do affect business more than anything. And yeah. sometimes as a supplier, you've got to understand that and live through that period. But yeah. when you live through it, you expect to get back to, to where you spot where you can have a good relationship again, you know? And yeah. uh, so, so I think that's it. Honesty on both sides of the, the table is, is what really matters all the time, okay. you know, and a good relationship. We're going to do whatever we can to make sure that we get you through a tough time, uh, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, that kind of answers, uh, you know, what makes a good customer, um, and, and kind of talks a little bit about why that relationship is important. Um, you know, and, and maybe you can speak to that a little bit more, but, uh, you know, getting through those tough times on both sides is, um, you know, if you've been a good customer for a long time and done everything right, and you are going through a little bit of a rough patch, I think it's a Mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, and you've maintained that relationship. It it makes it a little bit easier for the company to work with you. Yeah. You know, I had a, a, a good customer and a, what became a very good friend of mine. Uh, and he died suddenly Mm. and his children were professionals. They had, they had gone on to other things and all of a sudden one of his sons had to come in and take the business over you know, on Monday morning, basically. Uh, and I knew that was going to be a tough road for a while. Yeah. But you, you know, ha- for all of those years that me and his father had had this great relationship, how do I not, you know, walk the walk with, with him as he's struggling to just get things done, you know, yeah. uh, set him up with some mentors in the industry, uh, that helped him out, um, you know, just made sure that we took care of him and we gave him some leeway. Uh, so that that's when, you know, you've got something, you yeah. know, you, you've got something there that's going to last a lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. No. And I, I, and I think that's one thing that this industry is pretty good about, um, building relationships with, with movers and suppliers and, uh, not all those relationships are, are always good. Right. But I think, uh, as a whole, this industry is, is really good at developing those relationships among each other. It is comparative well, you know, to other, places. the industry is the thing that I love about the industry is that, you know, no matter how big or small the companies are, mm-hmm. they're still at the root of them, mom and pop businesses, Yeah, you know? There may be some corporate structure that takes over some things when you get up into the, you know, the really monster agents and whatever, but you know, they still all, you know, everybody I know in this business swept the warehouse, you know, (laughs) everybody I know got on a truck and the respect that they have for hard work 
you know, the respect they have for honesty and all of those things, you know, I wouldn't want to have done this in any other field yeah. because I don't know if I would have survived. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's a blue, it's a blue collar business. You know, again, no matter how big you get and no matter how small you are, it's all about getting on a truck, servicing a customer and people just respect a, a hard day's work in this business, you know, and, yeah. and I've always tried to live that way. Uh, for, for sure. Um, no, it's, uh, it's very true. And, uh, you know, in that way, it's, it's a truly a wonderful industry, um, even mm -hmm. when it's difficult. <laughs> so, yeah, well, um, so, uh, <clears throat> Eric, uh, we're, we're about out of time here. Um, but I, I think we got some really great stuff covered. Uh, I think you've given us some wonderful information of, of how we can be better customers, uh, what our expectations can be from, uh, our, our packaging supplier and, and how we can, uh, do things to, to make sure that we're getting, uh, competitive pricing and we're doing things to help ourselves with that. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, you, you've, you've started a, a new position here, uh, director of moving and storage strategy, uh, with packaging exchange. So if somebody wanted to reach out to you or talk to you with through packaging exchange or, or their, their local rep with packaging exchange, uh, mm -hmm. how, how would they go about getting a hold of you or packaging exchange? Well, real simple, you know, my phone is always on 917-941. 0495. I prefer to talk to people. Okay. Uh, and then Eric Scorzelli at Packaging Exchange. Uh, depending on where you are in the country, I will have a sales rep get in touch with you. And uh, we'd love to talk to everybody about their their uh, their needs. Uh, you know, we're going into a new year and we're, we're looking to, we, we already have 24 locations wow. uh, that, that basically cover the United States and and we do go into Canada also, uh, but uh, we're looking to really grow the moving and storage side of our business as rapidly as we can. Okay. Uh, and always willing to talk to anybody. And even if you just need something, you know, you need a, a, a good mover in another town to help you out. I normally know people that, that uh, I can turn you on to. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, really, really excited for you, Eric. Uh, this is a, a fun new journey for you and uh, really appreciate your insight uh, and all your experience here and, and kind of giving us some tips and tricks on uh, our packaging pricing um, and, and, and how to work with our supplier. So uh, appreciate you, appreciate your time. Uh, thank you for, for coming on here. It was a great conversation and uh, look forward to seeing you soon. Well, thank you. I always have fun talking to you and this is a nice way to do it and uh, yeah. without having to get in my car. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> all right all right have a good one all right thank you for listening to that episode i hope you found it enjoyable i hope you found it helpful um you know i'd like to thank eric for taking the time to come out here and and have the conversation with us and giving those us those tips and tricks of how to work with our packaging uh vendors um if you have any questions for eric he can his email is Eric Scorzelli, which is E-R-I-C-S-C-O-R-Z-E-L-L-I at PackagingExchange.com. Uh, I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. Uh, don't forget to 
to like our episode, subscribe, share it with your friends, especially your moving friends. Um, remember, if you're enjoying it on YouTube, try it over on the, the podcast channels as well. Uh, we should be there wherever you listen. Um, appreciate you being here. Appreciate everyone uh, giving us all the support. Uh, we're we're overwhelmed with how many people are listening to the episode so quickly. So we really appreciate you you enjoying it and sharing it as well. Um, I hope you have a great day. Now get moving.